Well, thank you for your strong responses. It's wonderful to be here in this beautiful church that we have this morning. Uh, and uh, what I'd like to do is just draw your attention to simply one line from our gospel. And that is, uh, Christ says, um, <clears throat> if the mighty deeds done in your midst, he's talking to these two towns, small towns in uh, Galilee, very small towns, kind of like, uh, you know, rural areas, really much like Clyde, in fact. Um, and, he's, and he's saying, if the deeds that have been done in you were done in these other towns, Tyre and Sidon, these ancient Old Testament cities who were known for their wickedness and whom God destroyed, uh, they would have long ago repented in sackcloth and ashes. Just to draw your attention to the simple line, repented, in sackcloth and ashes. Repented in sackcloth and ashes. Sackcloth was, um, uh, you know, cloth that sacks for grain would have been made of. And uh, when people were doing penance in the Old Testament and actually in the early Christian era, they would wear this uh, cloth as a sign of penance because it was very painful. It was not comfortable at all. Um, and, uh, in fact, it's been a penitential practice really up until really recent times. Sometimes uh, saints would wear something like sackcloth underneath their normal clothes every once in a while occasionally. And um, so it, what it is, it's a self-chosen uh, affliction or, or uncomfortableness or pain. It's really kind of a, a self-chosen punishment. So what I want to do is talk a little bit about punishment, all right? And uh, I think, um, you know, for it's good to contrast our, our Catholic faith over against uh, our, the faith of our um, bro- uh, Protestant brothers and sisters. Uh, and this is no means, I don't mean to be polemical or disrespectful or anything, but it's good to clarify Protestant thought versus Catholic thought. And we want to make sure we're clear on the difference and try to embrace what, what's authentically Catholic. Um, with, uh, with Protestantism, repentance does not involve any kind of punishment. Repentance is simply the, the decision not to sin again, and it's almost like the flip side of faith, okay, in, in a Protestant thought. Uh, whereas in Catholicism, that's not the case. With, with the Catholic thought, uh, and I believe here with biblical thought, with Christ's own way of thinking, because we can see this right here in our text, is uh, repentance necessarily involves an acceptance of punishment. Okay, I'm using a very strong word here, punishment. Okay, other types of words, uh, the acceptance of the consequences of sin, we might say, uh, the acceptance of satisfaction, making satisfaction, atonement, reparation, these sorts of things. We can use that same kind of word. And um, as as you know, I'm opening up. I'm extending the hours of reconciliation. And uh, by the way, if anybody want to help, wants to help me clear out those uh, the pennant, the uh, confessionals, that would be helpful this week. But in any event, you know, as we prepare for some extended hours of reconciliation, it's good to review some of these things. So you have to make a good confession. You have, the, you have three parts to it. You have contrition, which is an interior state, okay, state of sorrow for your sin. Contrition, and then the confession itself. But then there's also satisfaction. The priest gives you a penance to do afterwards, right? So you have that third element, and we see that here in our gospel text. Jesus is speaking about repentance, 
And it's a repentance that involves, necessarily uh, or naturally expresses itself in this whole thing, sackcloth and ashes. Now, there's many different ways of doing penance. We don't have to wear sackcloth. Uh, but uh, the point is, it's, a, it's an accepted, self-accepted um, punishment. And that's part of what repentance is. I think the difficulty that people have is they say, well, are you trying to earn God's forgiveness? Or how do, you, how do we understand the relationship between this uh, kind of punishment and forgiveness? And I think it's simple as this. A biblical truth is that God can forgive sin and yet still punish that's possible. Sometimes God's punishments involves no forgiveness. That's what hell is. <laughs> it's just punishment, no forgiveness, okay? Uh, but sometimes God's forgiveness uh, can also, within the context of that loving mercy and forgiveness, can involve punishment at the same time. And, and so, therefore, true repentance, that's true, that is true sorrow for sin, would also include a willingness to accept punishment, as well as that forgiveness. And I'll give you a good example here that I, I give all the time. I've given this in many different contexts. I think it helps us understand this. Okay, so, you know, here's a dad, right? He's got his son, his 16-year-old son, Johnny. That Johnny. He's going through thing. you know, he's a teenager. You know, that's how it is. So, you know, Johnny's grades are suffering because Johnny's has a tendency to party all the time on the weekends when he should be home studying. And so... His dad sees his grade slip and he says, Johnny, I want you home. You're not going to go to this party this weekend here. Okay, it's Saturday night. You're not going out, period. Well, Johnny's not happy about that, you know. So Johnny takes dad's keys to his car anyways. And he gets in the car and he goes to the party. And there's alcohol there. And he gets drunk. And he drives home drunk. On his way home, he gets into an accident, and he totals Dad's car, completely totals it, wraps it around a tree. He's alive, thank God, but he's kind of hurt. Ambulance comes, brings him to the hospital. Okay, He comes to, and uh, Dad comes to visit him in the hospital. And uh, Johnny really is sorry. He really is sincerely sorry uh, for having done this stupid thing, taking the car when he shouldn't have. Uh, gotten drunk, wrapped around a tree, so forth and so on. And he's there, and he, and he tells his dad that he's really sorry. And his dad says, I absolutely forgive you. Now, what do you think? Do you think Johnny has to pay back the price of the damaged car or not? What do you think? Would it be, would it be reasonable for dad to, while forgiving Johnny, also to require payback, you see? Okay, so there is... You can see how, within the context of loving, mercy, and forgiveness, there can also be a requirement for payment as well. The acceptance of the consequences of our sins. So that's how we can see how God's punishment can coexist along with his forgiveness. They're not mutually incompatible. They can both exist together. And when God's Punishment exists in the context of his mercy and his forgiveness. It's pedagogical, meaning it's a it's a it's a means of education and growth for us. Okay, so we see in Psalm 99 it says uh, Moses and Aaron were among his priests, uh, Samuel among those who called on his name. They called on the Lord and He answered them from the pillar of cloud. He spoke to them. They kept His decrees, the law He had given them. O Lord, our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, though you punished their offenses. Listen to that. You were a forgiving God to them, though you punished 
their offenses. And when you study the lives of both Moses and Aaron in the Old Testament, you see God was angry with them because of their sin. They, they sinned uh, particular sins, and God punished them for that sin, yet they were forgiven at the same time. So God's punishment can exist within the context of his forgiveness, and when it does, it is uh, a means of education and growth, and it's an expression, really, of his mercy uh, and his love. But in any event, my brothers and sisters, my point here is simply that uh, we as Catholics, we understand that we can be forgiven, and yet uh, there's, there is some kind of um, reparation and punishment, if you will. It's a strong word, I know, that is required. And this is how we understand things like purgatory, for example. So we can die in God's forgiveness. We can be forgiven of our sins, but there's still a bit of payback that we've got to do for the sins that we committed in life. And we kind of we pay those back a little bit um, in purgatory before we enter into the fullness of heaven. Uh, but let's try to do as much uh, payback now here on earth so we've got less to do or nothing to do when we die so that we can enter right into uh, heaven and into the hands of our loving and forgiving God.